the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit in me. We said we will be talking today about the unity that Saint Mary gave us between our humanity and God himself. In the church, we, we have the censor, and the censor always a sign of what? A symbol of what? The womb of Saint Mary. Yani, can you imagine this is the womb? Yeah. And inside the womb, we put this burning charcoal. And this burning charcoal is the unity between fire and the charcoal, correct? So the fire, when it comes into the charcoal, it makes the charcoal different nature. But the charcoal, still a charcoal, and the fire, still fire. But you cannot separate them anymore. You cannot separate them anymore. If I uh, blow it, you can see the fire and you can see the charcoal. But these two became what? One. Yes? And this always, we always say to deacons, you are not allowed to put the charcoal in the censer on its own unless it is lit. Why? Because once the Lord has incarnate in the womb of Saint Mary, he was full human and full divine. Okay? I wanted to say another thing. This unity between humanity and divinity happen as well in marriage. In marriage, the Holy Spirit brings the two to be one. It's a mystery. It's a sacrament. Yeah? We'll go through it.
when when we see in the life of uh, Saint Anna and Saint Joachim, they made a vow for the Lord and they made a dedication for the Lord. And we hear that if you give us a child, we will give it to you. But in marriage, we have a very important part of marriage called what? Vows of marriage. And And the vows of marriage means I am promising the Lord and promising my partner to be one together. One together and one in the Lord. One in Christ. Yeah? When St. Mary brought when uh, Saint Anna and Saint Joachim brought Saint Mary to the temple, they left them in the temple. They left her in the temple, correct? When they left her in the temple, that's exactly what happened when a couple get married. Leave your parents to cleave to your wife. Leave to cleave. Leave to join. Yes? So Saint Mary left the family but joined the Lord as a daughter and Later on, it was the unity with the Lord. Yeah? I want you to kida. Uh, this is by the way when Saint Mary. And Saint Joseph being betrothed. And I want you to understand the word betrothed. Betrothed means not only engaged as we uh, have today, betrothed at that time means marriage, yes, but not yet consummated. Yeah? And that is why when the angel asked Saint Mary, she said, How can I be pregnant when I don't know a man? How can I conceive when I don't know a man? Because she was not yet consummated, the marriage was not consummated. But on the other hand, it was the perpetual virginity of Saint Mary. Because if she would have 
imagined that her marriage will be consummated, she wouldn't have asked it. Yeah? She wouldn't have asked it. The question wouldn't have been uh, logic. But anyway, when we choose our partners, we said before, we need we need to discover our partners, not to choose. That's number one. Number two, you need not to look at the best, but look at the most suitable one. Probably Saint Joachim, Saint Joseph, I mean, Probably St. Joseph was not the best one. He was 90 years old, and she was about 12, 13 years old. So it was age-wise incompatible. So definitely was not the best, but was, in the eyes of God, the most suitable, because he was the one who vowed that he will look after St. Mary. Okay? The second thing I wanted to say in marriage, it is coupling. But not coupling only in the bodies, but in the spirits too. Both the spirits couple together, not only to be one flesh, but one spirit, one mind. And this is very important in marriage, to be one in the spirit, one in the mind. One in the Spirit means we are united together in Christ. One in the mind, we have the mind of Christ. And as well, mutual emotions. And the most important thing about emotions in marriage is it's better it's far better to give rather than to take. Huh? It's blessed are those who give rather than those who take. Yeah? And this is a golden rule. If everyone in marriage is concentrating on what he gives, rather than what he takes, marriage would be paradise. If you concentrate, on the other hand, about what you take, rather than what you give, the marriage would be fire. Middle of this, give and take. That's okay. But as you concentrate more on what you give 
and make your joy in what you give rather than what you take. Then you take and you will take much more because each one is concentrating on what he can give. Yep. And we said uh, before that marriage is everyone has got in God's plan someone in this plan to fulfill God's will in your life. So what how did we have this concept? It is when God brought Eve to Adam. It is when Abraham sent his servant to choose a wife for his son Isaac and said, the one who will tell you that she will give you water as well as your camels is the one that God has appointed yeah and the mystery of marriage itself when God says they will be no more two but one flesh okay so it is God's work rather than our choice if you can discover the one from God's hands then you will really be happy in all your life. It, does, it doesn't mean it doesn't mean that even if you make a wrong choice, God can correct your choice. Even there are problems, God can fix the problems. Even it wasn't God's choice, God can make choice even after marriage. God can remedy it. So there is always a hope if God in the middle. Yeah? Um, I wanted you to understand that marriage is not always our abilities and our personalities. It is more than that because there is a divine part in marriage which show, being shown in the you know the burning bush which Moses have seen. It was a fire and the tree. And the fire was not consummating the tree, not burning the tree. But it was a fire, but per preservative fire 
fire which keeps the tree healthy and active and fruitful. And this is the work of God in marriage, to keep that marriage holy, loving, and fruitful. Yeah? St. Paul is saying this is a great mystery. Why is it, why it is a mystery? Because it is not only what you see, it is the unseen. Unseen God who is there. Unseen God who is working. Unseen God who is the God of the impossible. The unseen God who is the God who brings the two to be one. Who created man one and made them two to bring the two back to be one. And this is the action of the holy meron oil or the holy chrism in marriage. Um, and as well, if St. Mary was symbolized as Aaron's stick, Aaron's stick was a stick, yeah, for us for the tree to be fruitful and blossom, it needs what? What a tree needs to blossom and to be fruitful? Actually, it needs another tree. So there are two trees, yeah, actually makes the fruits yeah? I brought once uh, an apple tree. Didn't know much, yeah. But then I put it in my garden, in our garden, and it does not bring fruits. So I asked why the tree... It was some fruits there, but now there is no fruits. So the garden center man said to me, have you got one or two? So I told him, I got one. I've got one. He said, you need two. Once I got the other one, they started to be fruitful. But these two, yeah, as if they are two sticks. Stick on its own would not be fruitful. But with the blessing of God with the Holy Spirit, the stick became fruitful. And the two sticks will become one and fruitful by the Holy Spirit. And as well, St. Mary was symbolized as the Ark of Covenant. And the Ark of Covenant is the most holy ark because 
inside this ark is what? It's the word of God. Correct? But can you remember what is on the top of the ark? The two angels. And the God took from in between the two angels. As if these two angels are the couple and God only took through this couple from in between the couple. We usually, we usually have one of the couples feeling that he is God or she is God and the other one doesn't know anything and doesn't understand anything. But in God's plan, it is a helper equal to him. And that's why it has been taken from the side, his side, not from his head, so it wouldn't be higher, not from his foot, so it wouldn't be underneath. Yeah? A helper equal to him. And the angel and the Lord will talk from in between the two. I wanted to show you something interesting as well, which we have seen when we were in Israel. Yeah? About the eastern gate. Yeah? Uh, can I show you? I wanted to show you the other gates. Yeah? Can you show us different ones? Oh, that's the only one we've got. Most, nearly all the other gates are one gate. Pay attention to that. It's one gate. Yeah? Apart from this one. Can you get it back? Part from this one. That one is what? Two arches, yeah? And the gate, yes? Can you see? The gates are united together. Okay? And the prophecy says that this gate will be closed. 
Why? Because the Lord of Israel has gone through it. Yeah? And it was a, another prophecy about the perpetual virginity of Saint Mary. That the Lord has entered in the womb of Saint Mary and she did not lose her virginity. That's what we believe. Yeah? But if you notice here, the Lord is saying, this door will be closed because the Lord has gone through it. If we apply that for the marriage, so this door of marriage for this couple will be closed. No one can go in or out from this marriage. No other partner in this marriage. And no one can get out of that marriage as well. There is no divorce. Yes? This door will be closed because the Lord united this couple together and made them one flesh. The only reason for divorce in our church is adultery or when someone commit spiritual adultery or denying the faith. Yes. And as well, if there is a cheating in the marriage, and here it is not a, a divorce, it would be annulment of the marriage. But anyway, that is why it is a mystery, a sacrament. It is a great mystery that the two will be one. And not only be one, and will be one and the fruitful two. And that is why the Bible tells us, let each man have his own wife, and let each woman have her own husband. Nobody else. It is close the door. Yeah? When the Saint Mary moved into Saint Joseph's house, she lived actually through worship. true purity. And that is why in her modest and solitary life, the Lord found her the most perfect one to be his mother.
and as well when Saint Mary got conceived, when Saint Mary conceived and became pregnant, the first thing she did, she went to serve. And if we really want our children to be successful wives, help them to be responsible, help them to serve, help them to give rather than to take. Yeah? And things will continue, but not without hiccups. The hiccups comes when we don't know what the other ones is doing. And that is why we need to be frank with each other. We need to be open for each other. Saint Mary relied completely on the Lord, but Saint Joseph relied completely on his mind. And when one relies on the Lord, one relies on the mind only. That um, disharmony happened. He wanted to let her to go because he was thinking wrongly that she had betrayed him or she has committed adultery. But that was completely not the case. When we need to do so, we need to be opened books. If sometimes you can talk at least to do like Saint Mary, to rely on the Lord, for the Lord to reveal the truth to your partner. And then the Lord will do so. When they went to another hiccup, they have to do the census and they have to travel a lot of, of uh, distance, a long distance. When she was just about to give birth to their child. And we never felt that she was angry or said, I can't go or said, why is that? But even in the most difficult time, she actually obeyed and she was content and traveled. And in spite of the so unsuitable place she landed in to give birth to her child, but she was the servant of the Lord. Let it be your will, Lord. I am your servant. 
If you want me to give birth to the child in a manger, I will do so. Gives us always hope that it is not important the problems we face, but it is very important to face your problems and take it by faith, modesty, and love. So it can pass. And last thing, Christian marriage is always fruitful. And the fruitfulness of marriage is three things. First one is virtues, spiritual fruits. If I ask every one of us, after marriage, did you get more virtues or your virtues has gone down? Is it more or less? If it is less, as spiritually unfruitful. We need to gain more virtues in our marriage. Yes. And, of course, the children, which is the most joyful thing in our marriages and the best thing when you see them holy too and going the same path as we all going towards the Lord and our eternity. And the last thing in the fruits that your partner is helping you and you are helping your partner to be in Christ and get to eternity. And the only way to do so is to have the spiritual relationship together the worship together, the oneness of heart, of mind, of the spirits, so that the Lord will be always among you and your children. Remember what the Lord said to Abraham, you will be blessed. You will be blessed. And you will be a blessing too. And your children will be blessed like stars in heaven and the sands of the sea, of the shore of the sea. Yeah. They need, they need the love, the security, and being good examples for our children and for each other. For our children and for each other.
we need to see what is beyond our flesh, which is heaven. Maybe our life here is a little bit difficult, but you need to extend your vision to what is beyond. Arfin, Lazarus, and the rich man, Lazarus was really, really, really in big mess. And the rich man appeared to be in great uh, joy. But actually, when the Bible tells us what is in heaven, it was the other way around. Lazarus was in the bosom of our father Abraham, and the rich man was in a pit separated from uh, Lazarus and Father Abraham was a, a big gap that they can't reach each other. Lazarus, Lazarus was enjoying his life in heaven and the rich man was really tortured. That is why we need this love. which is the looks, the touches, the, uh, the nice words, which keeps, which keep our life in real joy. That is a little bit about marriage. In relation to Saint Mary, which made us to understand a little bit more about the mystery of marriage. The mystery of marriage. Any questions? Any questions? On the marriage vows and dedication, on the leave to cleave, on the one in the spirit and the mind and especially the emotions is to give more than to take and to be one together in Christ and then to understand the mystery and the sacrament, which is the work of God, which unites with us and uniting us together.
I always say marriage is between three, not two, because God is the third one. If he is absent, wouldn't be marriage. And we talked about the only gate which was two arches in the Jerusalem wall, which is the eastern gate, which should be always closed because the Lord has entered through it as a symbol of perpetual virginity of St. Mary, which means no divorce, no one can get out of it, and no one can get in it as well, which no more than these two who became one flesh, no extramarital relations. It's closed. It's very private. Yeah? And we said the modesty of St. Mary and the service and the responsibility that she had to be prepared as a mother of God and how God is interfering and how can we avoid problems when we are open to each other and nothing is hidden and how the marriage would be fruitful and we said count your virtues how much virtues did you gain after marriage which was not there before marriage and the children of course and last thing is eternity any questions the only thing is to worship together glory to God forever Amen Amen.